Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Milwaukee, start your engines. It's time to talk all things racing. NASCAR, IndyCar, trucks, and Formula One. This is the Final Inspection Show with Steve Zaki, Dennis Michelson, and Laurie Monroe from Racetalkradio.com. Presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. Now, from the David Hobbs Honda Studios, it's Final Inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Here's Steve Zaki. Welcome back to the Final Inspection Show here on Sports Radio, 105.7 FM. The fan, Jeff Orlowski, in for Steve Zaki. Zaki, he's out at Miller's at Milwaukee, the vintage IndyCar event going on now at the Milwaukee Mile. It is a beautiful day. Get out there. Say hi to Steve. So, filling in, and we're going to welcome in here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, from RacingNation.com, Eddie Lapine. Eddie, how the heck are you today? Oh man, I'm I'm missing the Miller meet, uh, Jeff. I wish I was there. I I was there last year and got to drive at the Mil- Milwaukee Mile, and uh, you know that's an event I really uh, wish I was at. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it it is one hell of an event. Steve said that they're already locked in for next year as well. So they'll be back um, next year, too. So, yeah, a fantastic event and uh, lots to see. You know, he said there was the oldest car, I think, out there is from, like, 1908, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, it's quite quite an event. Uh, You know, it's nice to see the Milwaukee Mile still hanging in there, per se. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice to see cars actually on the track. It... uh, It'd be nice if they were uh, running in anger, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, let's hope, like Steve said, uh, you know, someone steps up to the plate and keeps the tradition and, and gets a race there. That would be great. Yeah. But uh, as for a, a weekend filled with racing everywhere, um, all over the world this weekend, uh, F1 is at the Austrian ring. Uh, the Red Bull Austrian ring, I should say. And uh, Valerie Botas got the pole, and Sebastian Vettel second. And Lewis Hamilton qualified third, which it was shortened because of a red flag. So it should be a pretty exciting uh, race tomorrow. I think 
Sebastian and Lewis uh, after uh, the last race. I don't think we can get any more exciting than that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It. Uh, I was. I was surprised this morning because uh, Hamilton. He was just basically dominating the speed charts early on, and then uh, and then Botas comes on late and lays down just one heck of a lap. Yeah, that and he was fast yesterday, Botas. He he, it was his it's his weekend, and uh, and I think you know when they get towards the end there, when they want to lay that one flyer lap down with a minute left in qualifying, and something like this happens. You know, it, it it shakes up the field, and it makes it exciting. Um, and with the last race, with all the Rutkiss between Hamilton and Vettel, uh, they basically uh, put their indifferences and have moved forward from that. And I was kind of surprised that Vettel wasn't given more of an extreme penalty than, than what he got for running into Hamilton under the safety car, but you know, I mean, that's the way it is, and uh, I, I think there'll still be a little tension there as as the season progresses, and you know, with with the world championship on the line. Yeah, I agree with you. I I thought it was kind of a uh, a weak penalty as well, but I I'll tell you, I am glad to see the uh, the rivalry between those two, especially being teammates and all, and. Uh, you know, I, I hope it heats up even farther. I, you know, I kind of hope that they run into each other again this week. Yeah, <laughs> it gives us something to talk about next week, right? Well, of course it does. And, you know, and OK, granted, you know, I'll, I'll lay my cards out. I'm not a huge fan of, of F1. I, I don't think it's, you know, for me, it's not must see TV. Did I watch it this morning? Absolutely. Did I watch the race last week? Absolutely. If I'm around and it's on, I will watch it, but it's not something I completely seek out. And the reason is, is because between Vettel and Hamilton, you know, you know, for the most part, who's going to win every race. And it's not, it's not that exciting. So I think that this, this rivalry, and if these guys keep smashing into each other, will bring, you know, and obviously it's the most, you know, popular racing in the world, just not in America. But maybe if these guys start going at it week after week and you start seeing some tempers fly, then maybe it'll start gaining some momentum here. Well, I mean, I think you're totally right. I mean, you know, it's like with NASCAR or any type of racing, you know, if there's something, a bad crash or uh, an incident where there's a confrontation after the race between drivers, that's on the main street media and social media picks up on it. Um, they have it on their Facebook and everybody's talking about it. And, you know, that is, that's the positive side of social media. You get to see all of that instantaneously when it happens. And that's what draws people to watching this. And that's why it's so popular. Yeah. I mean, Hopefully that will continue. I mean, that's what you want is a rivalry. I mean, just like with Tony Stewart when, you know, he had his incidents. And you'd see that on on Monday morning, and it would be all over USA Today, and everybody would be talking about it. Now yeah. you're just talking about who's going to get replaced in a car <laughs> for next year. 
I know. That's why I love the partnership with NASCAR and the MMA. And, you know, when they had that, that long rain delay and they were holding, uh, you know, mixed martial arts fights in the infield, my dream would be, you know, like a Logano, Kyle Busch, or, you know, uh, Vettel and, uh, and, you know, and Hamilton to sit there. And as soon as they hop out of the cars, they jump in the ring. And go at it toe to toe. I would love that. Well, that might be coming down the road in the future for ratings. It definitely could be something that they might look at. <laughs> They're definitely struggling with that. Yeah, I, I think that would be. Uh, I think that would be some quality entertainment, and I definitely wouldn't turn away. So uh, we got to take a quick break, Eddie. Can you stick around and join us in the next segment? Sure. All right. Sure. Fantastic. We'll get more from Eddie Lapine from RacingNation.com when we return after this short break. You're listening to the Final Inspection Show here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Final Inspection Show here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. We are brought to you by the great, uh, the world famous Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Great racing going on all weekend long out at Great Lakes Dragway. Go check that out for sure. We're also uh, here in the David Hobbs Honda Studios. David Hobbs Honda, dealer for the people, located at 6100 North Green Bay Avenue in Glendale, or visit them online at davidhobbs.com. Let's get Eddie Lapine from RacingNation.com back in with us. Now, Eddie, we, we touched a little bit on uh, on the racing that's happening worldwide. What a, what a weekend. Uh, we'll be remiss if we fail to talk about the sports car they're running out in Canada at Ron Fellows track and the Taylor boys are back on the track. What's the latest uh, with the sports car racing? Uh, Ricky Taylor uh, got the pole. It just finished up a little while ago at Mosport, And that's Ron Fellows. Um, you know, the driver that drove for Dale Jr. I guess at road America for many years, a Corvette driver. He owns that track and, after being at the sports car race last weekend in Watkins Glen, they're now moved up to Mosport, and uh, it's pretty exciting. Sorry about the uh, got a little storm rolling in today. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you okay no, back there? In, I don't know I'm, if you had I'm chili for lunch. Studio. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, it just kind of blew in. Uh, <laughs> next week I'll be back in New York for. Formula E will be in the streets of Brooklyn. So it's been kind of busy a uh, few weeks now with being in Road America a couple weeks ago and lots of racing going on. This is a busy time for the Midwest. Absolutely. It's a fantastic time of year. Um, now, I don't know if you were listening earlier. We touched a little bit on Matt Kenseth, who uh, basically said that, uh, you know, he doesn't expect to be back at Joe Gibbs Racing next season. And uh, he doesn't have a, ri a ride lined up yet. Now, 
The obvious choices are the 88 with Dale retiring, uh, the five, depending on what happens with Casey Kane, uh, the 77. And I kind of threw out there the 10 because I'm not sure that uh, Danica is going to be back with Stuart Haas or back in NASCAR at all next season. Where do you think a good landing spot for Matt Kenseth would be? Well, I mean, I think there's many options there. Uh, I know that the sponsors want somebody younger in the car over at Joe Gibbs. And, you know, it's just, it's what we've been talking about all year. And, and for the for the last year, I mean, a lot of these guys, Jeff Gordon, you know, Dale Jr., Carl Edwards, I mean, there's a changing of the guards. And there's a lot of new, fresh, young drivers out there. And that's what these sponsors want in the cars right now. They want a young, they want the youth because they have to bring the youth in. And, you know, Matt's 45, I think, years old. And, you know, I mean, he could he could go over to uh, Hendricks. I mean, there, there's probably going to be two, op- I mean, there's openings in the 88 and the five for next year. I think those would be any good choices. I think he can still win races. I, I don't think he's ready to retire. And I think we'll just have to see how it unfolds. As for Danica, it, it's so hard to say. I mean, you know, all it takes is a phone call and a sponsor wanting her in, in a car that will change that uh, mood, I guess I should say. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that surprises me is that, you know, when I'm sitting down and watching uh, either the truck series or the Xfinity series and you get the post-race interviews and a lot of these guys are just so young and they need so much seasoning for them to be able to even, you know, even accurately try to sell anything that the sponsor, you know, is trying to 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 get out there i just i don't see why and yes i understand you want to get the younger guys in and you want to you know attract more of the 25 year old fans or or whatever but when you have a seasoned veteran like matt kenseth who's been you know slinging everything from dewalt tools and you know uh he's had a a bunch of different sponsors I just I, I don't understand how you let a, a guy who won a championship in NASCAR just fly, you know, just just go away like that. Well, too, I think, you know, and I've seen it in sports car world and in a lot of racing. Um, it, it's economics, too. I mean, these drivers aren't making the money they made, too. I mean, these guys like Matt that have been around you know, their salaries exceed. And it's like what you were getting into earlier with these contracts with when they're making, you know, 2% of what they take in. Whereas when Dale senior was around, you know, he was getting 75% of what he was selling. It's completely, it, the whole market has changed in, in that respect. And the driver's salaries are definitely decreasing. I know for a fact. So, I mean, so somebody that's making a lot of money, I mean, you can move somebody in with that's younger, that's willing. And, you know, I mean, let's face it. Uh, look at last weekend, all the young guys that were battling for the lead at the end. I mean, and that's, you know, what you're seeing. 
Yeah, but you only see it on a restrictor play track where it's a complete toss-up anyway. It's not like these guys are, are going to Michigan and you get the eight different names that you don't usually see in the top 20 all finish in the top 10 like you do at Daytona. But we'll see. No, but, you, but you'll slowly see them. I mean, these young drivers are really good. They're very talented and they're fearless. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when they go through like with Dale Earnhardt's gone through. I mean, I know you guys touched on Danica. I mean, Danica is a great driver. And, you know, no matter how hard a time you want to give her, she's had a lot of bad luck. She's gotten caught up in a lot of wrecks this year that weren't her fault. And uh, she's taken a couple really bad shots. Oh, I know. And she's bounced back. And, you know, I mean, and that's the, the youth, I mean, these young kids, you know, they're willing to take that risk right now because the risk is is the reward, you know, to win. And you're going to slowly see them getting a lot more wins because there's a lot more youth coming up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, we got about two minutes left here. Uh, so real quick, who's your pick for the F1 race? I- I'm going to go with Vettel. He's got. He's going to have to do it this weekend. Uh, I, I just think that he's got to do it this weekend if he wants to try to deflate Hamilton at all for the championship. All right, I'll go with Botas just to be different. And uh, you know, if for all the loyal listeners of this show, a couple weeks ago I said that you had uh, some fantastic musical taste. Who'd you see in concert recently, Eddie? Oh. A couple nights ago, I had the privilege of seeing Metallica, uh, and it's been, what, probably 30 years, I think I saw them, 30 years ago, and they were absolutely uh, on this world tour. They were unbelievable. Um, James Hatfield, they they just put on an unbelievable show. I, I couldn't believe his voice. You know, a lot of these groups are getting together, and, uh, you know, they're just going through the motions. But this was really a show you should see if you like them. Yeah, I agree. There's there's tons of bands, and we talked about it off the air. Uh, <clears throat> Motley Crue that, you know, do these tours, and it's basically a blatant money grab. And then you got bands like Metallica and, and Iron Maiden that are out there giving it their all and still kicking tail and taking names. And that's fantastic. That's fantastic. You're going to have to go with me one of these times. Absolutely. You know, Alice Cooper, anything, man, sign me up. So what's the latest on Racing Nation real quick here, uh, Eddie? We're going to be posting a couple stories over the weekend here um, with upcoming events that I'll be at. And right now we have uh, racing. uh, uh, Jack Webster's got a a photo album from Watkins Glen last weekend, which was unbelievable for that was his 46th year of attending Watkins Glen. That's quite a record. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. Make sure you take the time to go check racing nation to, to look at those pictures. Cause they are, he's, he's just incredible. It's like, and everybody thinks when you get older, you get, you can't do that job. And I, I'll tell you, I put them up against anyone in the world. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Eddie Lapine from RacingNation.com, thank you for joining the show, Eddie. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll yeah. talk next week. 
Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for having me. Have a good weekend. You too, Eddie. Thank you. Eddie Lapine on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. When you're ready to get into or back into the housing market, look no further than Great Midwest Bank. Visit greatmidwestbank.com to take the next step towards your new home. From Eddie Lapine, we're next coming up, we're going to talk to Tony DeZeno from NBCSports.com about the IndyCar series that's coming up here on the Final Inspection Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Sports Flash, right, right now. From the Masters Ease WSSP Sports Update Studio, I'm Jeff Orlowski, Masters Ease, Wisconsin's largest home leisure retailer specializing in patio furniture. Check out over a million dollars in new inventory in Waukesha and the Bayshore Town Center. First on the fan, the Brewers won their fifth in a row last night. They're halfway to number six. The crew currently lead the Yankees three to nothing. Uh, as we sit in the top of the sixth inning, Domingo Santana hit a towering three-run home run in the first to give the crew the lead. Brent Suter, he's only given up one hit and one walk through five innings so far. He has five punchouts. He has currently dropped his ERA to 242. So the crew so far keep on rolling. A huge weekend in auto racing. The Xfinity race from Kentucky, that was rained out last night. They're racing now, only about 17 laps to go. Big surprise, Kyle Busch is your leader. Tonight, the Cup Series takes on Kentucky. Kyle Busch has the pole. Martin Truex is also on the front row. Green flag at 6.30, IndyCar. They take on Iowa tomorrow, green flag at 4. Formula One is running the Austrian Grand Prix. And as always, there's great racing all weekend long at Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. Read more online, 1057FMTheFan.com. Update brought to you by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Coach's serves up the best roasted chicken you've ever tasted. And if you have a craving for pizza, you'll love their homemade pizza, both available for dine-in or carry-out at Coach's. I'm Jeff Orlowski, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.